0: Chapter Twenty Two of Stories Worth reading This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Deb K. Stories Worth reading by Various. Herring's for Nothing. I want you to think of a bitter, east-windy day, fast-falling snow, and a short, muddy street in London. Put these thoughts together, and add to them the picture of a tall, stout man in a rough greatcoat, and a large comforter round his neck, buffeting through wind and storm. The darkness is coming rapidly, as a man with a basket on his head turns the corner of the street, and there are two of us on opposite sides. He cries loudly as he goes, Herrings! Three a penny! Red herrings, good and cheap, three a penny! So crying, he passes along the street, crosses at its end, and comes to where I am standing at the corner. Here he pauses, evidently wishing to fraternize with somebody, as a relief from the dull time and disappointed hopes of trade. I presume I appear a suitable object, as he comes close to me and begins conversation. Governor, what do you think of these here herrings? Three in his hand, while the remaining stock are deftly balanced in the basket on his head. Don't you think they're good? And he offered me the opportunity of testing them by scent. "'which I courteously but firmly declined. "'And don't you think they're cheap as well?' "'I asserted my decided opinion "'that they were good and cheap. "'Then look you, Governor, "'why can't I sell them? "'Yet have I walked a mile and a half "'along this dismal place, "'offering these good and cheap ones, "'and nobody don't buy none.' "'I do not wonder at all at that,' "'I answered to his astonishment. "'Tell us why not, Governor? "'The people have no work, "'and are starving. "'There are plenty of houses round here "'that have not a single penny in them. "'was my reply. "'Ah, then, Governor,' he rejoined, "'I've put my foot in it this time. "'I knew they was wary poor, "'but I thought three a penny a dent "'But if they haven't the tuppence, "'they can't spend em, sure enough. "'So there's nothing for it but to carry em back, "'and try to sell them elsewhere. "'I thought by selling cheap after buying cheap, "'I could do them good, "'and earn a trifle for myself. "'But I'm done this time.' "'How much will you take for the lot?' I inquired. First, a keen look at me, then down came the basket from his head, "'then a rapid calculation, then a grinning inquiry. "'Do you mean profit at all, the governor?' "'Yes. "'Then I'll take four shillin, and be glad to get em. "'I put my hand in my pocket, produced that amount, and handed it to him. "'Right, governor, thank ye. "'Now what'll I do with him?' he said, "'as he quickly transferred the coins to his own pocket. "'Go round this corner into the middle of the road, "'and shout with all your might. Herring's for nothing.' and give three to every man, woman, or child that comes to you till the basket is empty. On hearing these instructions, he immediately reproduced the money, and examined it. Being satisfied of his genuineness, he again replaced it, and then looked keenly and questioningly at me. "'Well?' I said. "'Is it all right and good?' "'Yes,' replied he. "'Then the herrings are my property, and I can do as I like with them. But if you do not like to do as I tell you, give me back my money.' "'All right, governor,' "'And they are yours, so if you say it, here goes.' "'Accordingly he proceeded into the middle of the adjoining street, "'and went along shouting aloud, "'Herrings for nothing! Good red herrings for nothing!' "'Out of sight myself, I stood at the corner to watch his progress, "'and speedily he neared the house where a tall woman stood at the first-floor window, "'looking out upon him. "'Here you are, missus,' he bawled. "'Herrings for nothing! A fine chance for you! Come and take em. "'The woman shook her head unbelievingly, and left the window.' "'But a fool!' he said. "'But they won't all be so. "'Herring's for nothing.' "'The little child came out and looked at him, "'and he called to her, "'You're my dear, take these in to, you to your mother. "'Tell her how cheap they are. "'Herring's for nothing.' "'But the child was afraid of him, "'and them, and ran indoors. "'So down the street, in the snowy slush and mud, "'went the cheap fish, the vendor crying loudly as he went, "'Herring's for nothing!' "'And then adding savagely, "'Oh, you fools!' "'Thus he reached the very end, "'and turning to retrace his steps,' "'He continued his double cry as he came. "'Herrings for nothing,' and then in a the lower key. "'Oh, you fools!' "'Well,' I said to him calmly, as he reached me at the corner. "'Well,' he replied, "'if you think so. "'When you gave me the money for herrings as you didn't want, "'I thought you was training for a lunatic asylum. "'Now I thinks all the people round here are fit company for you. "'But what'll I do with the herrings, if you don't want em, "'and they won't have them?' "'We will try again together,' I replied. "'I will come with you, and we will both shout.' Into the road we both went, and he shouted, "'Herrings for nothing!' and then I called out also, "'Will anyone have some herrings for tea?' They heard the voice, and they knew it well, and they came out at once, in twos and threes and sixes, men and women and children, all striving eagerly to reach the welcome food. As fast as I could take them from the basket, I handed three to each eager applicant, until all were speedily disposed of. When the basket was empty, the hungry crowd who had none were as far greater than those that had been supplied. But they were too late there were no more herrings foremost among the disappointed was the tall woman who with a bitter tongue began family why haven't i got any ain't i as good as they ain't my children as hungry as theirs before i had time to reply the vendor stretched out his arms toward her saying why governor that's the very woman as i offered em to first and she turned up her nose at em. i didn't she rejoined passionately i didn't believe you meant it you're just goes without then for your unbelief he replied "'Good night, and thank ye, governor.' "'You smile at this story, which is strictly true. "'Are you sure you are not ten thousand times worse? "'Their unbelief cost them only a hungry stomach. "'But what may your unbelief of God's offer cost you? "'God, not man. "'God has sent his messenger to you repeatedly for years, "'to offer pardon for nothing, salvation for nothing. "'He has sent to your homes, your hearts, "'the most loving and tender offers that even an Almighty could frame. "'And what have you to reply?' Have you not turned away in scornful unbelief like the woman? God says, "Because I have called and ye refused, I have stretched out my hand and no man regarded. I will also laugh at your calamity; I will mock when your fear cometh." Proverbs chapter one verse twenty-four through twenty-six. But he also says, "Ho, every one that thirsteth, come ye to the waters; and he that hath no money, come ye buy and eat. Yea, come buy wine and milk without money and without price." Isaiah, chapter 55, verse 1. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever so believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. John, chapter 3, verse 16. Answer him, will you have it? C. J. Whitmore. End of Herrings for Nothing. Recording by Deb K.